Welcome to the How Writers Write podcast, a show focused on inspiring and empowering you to become a better writer. Come along as we deconstruct the tips, routines, and motivations of your favorite authors. In the end, it's all about getting your story onto the page. Welcome to Monday Motivation, the Inner Critic Part 3. I remember a moment in 2012 when I was living in the basement of my brother-in-law's house. I had lost my job about a year earlier, and I was struggling to land any kind of real income. We were broke, broke, like broke. I was in a really bad spot to the point that I was imminently dangerous to myself. I had a young baby a broken relationship with my wife, and an internal story that was filled with pain and hate and anger. At the time, I was writing my first novel about a pastor with a porn problem. The main character, Dan, was so real to me. He still is. I'd have these long, wandering conversations with him. It wasn't just that he seemed real, though, right? It was that he was really real. I had given him my life energy, and in that way, he came alive through the energy transferred from me to him. I believe this is why characters speak to us and do crazy things on the page. They literally come alive. They breathe, they prosper, they die. We cry for them, celebrate them, grieve them. This is the stuff that makes writing worth it. What stops us from making any character we want? The answer is nothing. You could write whatever you wanted. You could make any protagonist or antagonist, side characters. You could create anybody. All you need is imagination to create the character and the energy to birth them. The good news is both energy and imagination is literally hardwired into human beings. Like We are all imaginative. We all have energy to use. So my big breakthrough in that basement was when I realized for Brian to physically survive, I needed to become someone else from the inside. Said another way, I needed to create a new main character. I needed imagination to see what my life could be as a different person. You see, my inner critic had so profoundly taken over my perspective that all I could see was a future of misery and pain. And when you look into your future and all you see is pain, it leads to crushing anxiety and terrible thoughts, terrible feelings. And so I imagined a new Brian with the exact same creative muscle in which I wrote Dan. But I imagine that new Brian, not from the perspective of failure in which I was living and I was so used to, the thing that we discussed last week, but I imagine that new Brian from the perspective of success and more specifically what success meant to me. So said another way, the antidote to my inner critic was my imagination of what would be good. And it worked. Slowly over the course of five or so years, I lived my way into the new Brian that I had imagined. My physical body is still the same, albeit a little bit pudgier, but my internal systems, my wiring is completely changed. I still have an inner critic and I always will, but I also have the power to 
dance with that inner critic, to be grateful that the inner critic is trying to keep me safe, but to move through my fear and into the life that I want. To take steps towards your imagined future, there are some important questions to chew on. The first one is, what do you imagine as your ideal self? What are all of the good things you want from your life, from your writing, from your relationships, your body, anything else you can think of? Now, in the same way you'd create a character for a story, how do you construct the person who you've imagined in step one? Here are some additional questions to think about. Like, what does this person do every single morning? And what does a person do before bed? How does this person deal with failure? What does this person say to themselves when they are sad or lonely, depressed, joy, in love? How does this person act and move through the world? How does this person work? How does this person play? How does this person live? How does this person die? In the end, as you put energy towards the answers that those questions bring to you, you'll find that you live your way out of the story of your inner critic and into the story of your ideal self. So this is a lot to deliver in a podcast, and I really struggled to even wrap my head around how I could talk to such a broad group and diverse group of people about a really specific topic and do good. And so these are some thoughts to share, but I know a lot of you are going to have questions, and I'd encourage you to dig deeper. Like there is nothing to be afraid of by digging into this. Like reach out to a coach or a therapist if you need it. Read books on your inner critic, critic, read philosophy. This is such a huge topic that my hope here is not to give you the game plan, right? Don't take this as the only thing you need to do. Take this as the first step. I can't give you the whole picture via a podcast, but my hope is to open up your mind to possibilities. Awareness that change is possible is always the first step. I want to say that again, it's so important. Awareness that change is possible is always the first step. So don't let this be the last step. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful week of writing. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling.